This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. You heard the man. This is Steelers Standard. I am Tom Opperman. With me, as always, is Jacob Recht. On this episode of the Standard, it's all about quarterbacks, baby. That is the key to success in the NFL. I'm not breaking any news to anybody. You can't really win without at least above-average quarterback play in this league. We are going to go through our personal top 10 quarterbacks for the 2021 season. This is official. Concrete. We're not writing in pencil anymore. Things are being written in pen. Any prediction we make or any list we make moving forward, these are in permanent ink. And we're going to start with the most important position in all of sports, the most important key, like I said, to any team's success, and that's the quarterback spot. We got 10 to get through each, so might be some overlap, might not be, but we're just going to go from 10 all the way to 1. I'm sure the suspense is building on who could possibly be the number one quarterback in the NFL. But I'll start things off at number 10, and this is where it probably gets more interesting is towards the back. And I actually have a bit of an old-timer here as my number 10 quarterback. Mr. Matthew Stafford of the Los Angeles Rams. We all know Stafford from his time in Detroit. Really underachieved record-wise with his team, but overachieved, I'd say, as far as the stats he put up with a sorry team in Detroit. Uh, Was able to get the Lions to a couple playoff appearances, and that's something that barely ever happens for Detroit. They haven't won a playoff game since 1991. Stafford, unfortunately, wasn't able to exercise that demon, Mm -hmm. but he goes to L.A. on really a polar opposite of what he dealt with his entire career in Detroit In Detroit. He had like maybe one playmaker, Calvin Johnson, uh, maybe one decent running That's back. One hell of a playmaker, though. It is, but he only had one, you know, and the defense right. was always, you know, subpar. He'd have to get into shootouts if he wanted to win. It's polar opposite now in LA. He's got one of the best defenses in football. He's got weapons galore, and he's got an incredible mind as far as Sean McVay and calling an offense is concerned. I still think Stafford has the goods, man. I think you're going to see him have one of a career best years actually in LA this year. I think he is just right there as your number 10 quarterback in the NFL. I like that pick. Uh, I'm going to go here with, you went with a veteran. I'm going to go with a young guy. I'm going to go Justin Herbert, number 10. I think what we saw of him, it was unfortunate for him that he was on a 7-9 and team. But how many rookies win seven games, I mean, to start their NFL career? Especially in coming in in relief. You know, he didn't get it. Maybe he wins week one if he gets the chance to start. It's very possible. It was against the the Kansas City Chiefs. so Maybe not. Not (laughs) not an easy opponent. But still, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, obviously we know what happened with the puncture lung. It's such a horrible, horrible thing for him to go through. But it kind of green lit the career for Justin Herbert. And I think the chargers, I almost said San Diego, my apologies. Uh, I think the chargers actually got really lucky. I mean, how hard is it in the NFL to go from one franchise quarterback, such as Phillip rivers for the better part of two decades. And then you have the very next season, as soon as Phillip rivers is no longer on your team. It's not even that they had to do the same thing that the Colts did. The Colts had to take a whole year off. They went 1-15 in order to get Andrew Luck after having Peyton Manning. As soon as Phillip Rivers was done in the char- with the Chargers, the very next season, Justin Herbert was broken in. I think that the Chargers are going to be a playoff team next year and probably for the better part of, these, of this next decade, if not beyond that. Obviously, it's hard to retain players more so than it's ever been in the NFL. So I don't want to say he's going to be with the Chargers for the rest of his career, but I think wherever he goes or wherever he plays, he's going to be 
a contending quarterback and, and be able to elevate his team to the playoffs. It's obviously been done before where you've seen rookies take their team to the playoffs in the first year. But I think if he didn't get it done last year, he came pretty damn close. I think he's going to be able to do it this year. Funny you say all those things because number nine on my list is Justin Herbert. Well, how about that? Number nine for me was Matthew Stafford. Well, that's a perfect little segue there, a little flip-flop between us. But with Herbert, you know, I'll just add a couple thoughts on Herbert before you you touch on Stafford some. Sets the rookie touchdown record last season after it was broken by Baker Mayfield just the season before him. Phenomenal season. He's in a situation where it's not like, okay, Joe Burrow, elevate us to six or seven wins now because you're so great. Herbert's so great, and he's got a top five in some circles, definitely top 10 wide receiver in Keenan Allen. He's got good weapons uh, uh, as you move down that depth chart. Mike Williams is a really good wide receiver there, too. Underrated, I think, is that receiving Mm -hmm. core. Um, Obviously... Austin Eckler is a decent running back, but someone that helps in the passing game as yeah, well. Yeah, he gets very he, involved. He's a very good weapon to have, and the defense is really good, especially if Derwin James can finally stay healthy. That's going to be a really formidable defense. It's not just a playoff team based on having a top-10 quarterback. It's a playoff team because they have an all-around really good roster, and now they finally have that quarterback that's going to be able to take that roster to heights uh, that they hadn't seen for three or four years because Philip Rivers was that quarterback too. But it's a very short transition period for the Chargers between franchise quarterback to franchise quarterback. And I hope Herbert hits the ground running this year and wins 10 or 11 games because the NFL needs that Mahomes-Herbert rivalry to take off. Chiefs-Chargers twice a year, that would be that would be a marketing uh, person's dream for the next decade in the NFL to have them in the same division, top two quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about how much Brady dominated the AFC East. You don't want a repeat of that. Yeah, think right? about how when it was Manning versus Brady. I mean, it was like getting to be like Star Wars. Where it would be like Manning versus Brady episode I, yeah. IV Must and stuff TV. like that. And that was only once a year if you're lucky. And then maybe in the playoffs again. This now is, you get this you're twice getting twice no matter what. Yeah. If not three times in the playoffs. Right. It's I think it's great. I mean, obviously Kansas City fans aren't happy about it because now they actually have a contender yeah. to, to vie for that that AFC West crown, but yeah, I mean, I'm right. Yeah, it ain't going to be like the Patriots for them. No, They're it's gonna not going to be a cakewalk in there. for yeah. 15 years. But I'm glad you. I'm glad we we kind of see eye to eye here. We went Stafford and and uh, Herbert kind of back to yeah. back. Both LA quarterbacks. Both LA. How about that? But I I like Matt Stafford at number nine just because he is the veteran guy, and I do think this this team he has entering LA or entering the 2021 season in LA is by far the best team he'll ever play with. Offensively, defensively, I know he had Ndamukong Sue for a while, but Ndamukong Sue doesn't hold a candle to Aaron Donald, and he had no cornerback that could lock down like Jalen Ramsey does for the Rams in the secondary. I think overall, offensively, defensively, and then let's not forget head coach Sean McVay. This is just going to be a huge, huge asset, or just assets all around for Justin or for Matt Stafford, and in LA. I think this is going to be his best season, as you said, Tom, and that's why I give him the nod over Herbert. The next two guys on my list I have concerns about uh, availability between them for very different reasons, though. Uh, number eight, it's all about the injuries. Uh, Dak Prescott is my number eight quarterback, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. He might have been able to check in a couple of spots higher if he was healthy all of last year, and he had a really good training camp, but 
Obviously, we saw when his knee and his leg just went completely the opposite direction last season. A, a gruesome injury that he has to come back from. He's he's back from that one physically. Of course, mentally, we don't know how long it's going to take for him to get to 100%. But physically, things are all fine there. Hoping for, excuse me, a really good training camp out of Dak Prescott where the Cowboys, unfortunately, if you are watching Hard Knocks like I am or if you're just following the NFL, just very shortly into camp, they had to shut Dak Prescott down little shoulder problem in his throwing shoulder. Didn't want it to get exacerbated, so shutting him down, he is starting to throw himself back into shape, doing some light throwing. Uh, I don't think he played in the preseason game at all for them this year. Could be wrong. He might have touched a little bit in the third game, but I, I doubt it completely. I think he's going to be ready for Thursday night football against Tom Brady and the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but it's the injury things that have me concerned with Dak because if he if he gets through a fully healthy season in 2021, there's no question in my mind he'll be a, a top 10 quarterback, number eight quarterback in my list uh, for the year. He's got all the talent. I think he is a very cerebral player. I think he doesn't get enough credit for his football IQ. I think he's got one of the highest acumens out of a lot of quarterbacks out there. He just knows how to run an offense. He's a consummate pro, and like I said, the skill set is just off the charts. Um when Dallas, when Dallas is playing well, Dak Prescott is usually playing well. So oh, yeah. I, I think Dak has all the tools to be top 10, and I still give him that credit to be top 10. But if he has struggles with injuries this year, you're going to start to worry about that career. For number eight for me, I went with another young guy. I went Kyler Murray here. Mm, nice. Kyler Murray, I think, is a hugely dynamic player. Very I dynamic. Mean, we saw that early on in the Arizona Cardinals season. The reason I have him lower on my list, though, is because the way the season ended for the Cardinals. If you're Kyler Murray and you're supposed to be this uber-talented, versatile type of quarterback who can be mobile and can have a, a, a very good and powerful and accurate arm, and you have a receiver like DeAndre Hopkins on your on your receiving core, I don't know why you would struggle so much like you did down the season. I thought when they had that Hail Mary against Buffalo, that was going to be the Kickstarter for them to just kind of roll through the rest of the season on their way to the playoffs and maybe look, maybe make a little run in it. But that didn't happen. It was the exact opposite. And so that's why I would, I would actually have him a little bit higher than the, I would have him switch with this next guy I have on my list. But because he wasn't able to do that, we don't know – if Kyler Murray, we haven't seen it yet, if he can play a full season. So even though I like what he can do when he's peaking and, and, and performing at his best, I need to see him win a little more. So that's why I have him lower on my number eight. Number seven for me, like I said, I got concerns about Dak for injuries. I got concerns about this guy for a whole different set of reasons that I'm not really going to get into in depth. But I got Deshaun Watson at number seven. The only reason I put him on this list is because the NFL top 100's out, and they're telling me he's the number 16 best player in the league. It seems like there's all these reports that Houston is expecting him to play in week one if he's not traded to Miami by week one. The Dolphins are kicking the tires on Deshaun Watson now, so there's interest in the trade market for Watson. Because remember, before all of this cropped up off the field with all of his criminal activity— he was demanding to be out of Houston. So maybe that's back on the table again. I don't know. I really don't know how to feel about Deshaun Watson. Me, personally and morally, I think Terod Taylor should be the starter week one in Houston. And Deshaun Watson should be given the Trevor Bauer treatment, put on the commissioner's list, get out of football until we absolutely figure out everything that's happening off the field with you. That does not seem to be the case as we are just two weeks away from the season unless the commissioner is just going to bring the hammer down in this next week here. It looks like Deshaun Watson, if he's still in Houston, is going to start week one. 
And if that's the case, I have to put him at top 10 because I still think he's a top 10 quarterback in this league. Um, I got him at number seven. I know he went four and 12 last year, and that team is, is garbage even more so than last year. So it's an uphill climb for him just two years removed from the AFC championship game and losing to uh, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. But the ability with Deshaun Watson is still just out of this world. And in fact, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, if it wasn't for all of the off-the-field stuff surrounding him, he's He'd probably top five in my list. But That's fair. I have him at seven right now. And again, I kind of hope, no, I do hope he gets suspended and you don't see from him all year long and he can drop out of this top ten. But as of right now, it seems like things are just proceeding as whatever with him. So he's got to be number seven for me. All right, that's fair for you. Uh, for number seven, I went with division rival to Kyler Murray. I went with Russell Wilson, the vet. Wow, that's low for Wilson, I it's think. It's a little low, but yeah. I think the other guys right now, aside from two of them, are, are all young and have potential. But I'll save those names for later. Right. But coming in at number seven for me, I have Russell Wilson. And I had said I would have put Kyler Murray above Russell Wilson except for the fact that it was Russell Wilson who won that division in the NFC West. And Kyler Murray, I thought, could have made a push to, to, to kind of kick Seattle out for the division crown. They didn't do that. They fumbled the ball away, and it was Russell Wilson's. This guy is just consistently good. We know the defense isn't the same there, uh, but Russell Wilson's play, I mean, look what he's been doing with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and then Chris Carson in the backfield. The guy has not taken his foot off the gas since he's really come into the league with Seattle and and it's unfortunate that they were a one-and-done team in the playoffs last year but the reason they're a contender now has nothing to do with old names like Richard Sherman or any of those guys obviously Jamal Adams is now on that team but it's nowhere near the same defense Bobby Wagner still there but I think it starts this the success of this team starts and ends with Russell Wilson and he was able to go out there win the division I I don't know if they're going to win the division this year because I think the NFC West is by far and away the best division of yes. football and it's not even close I mean you can say the AFC North is second but that team is only three teams deep this division is four teams deep so it's going to be talk about an uphill battle it's going to be an uphill battle for all four of these teams I still don't know who's going to win the division but Russell Wilson is the reason the Seattle Seahawks are in the running for this division and have been for the past decade plus that he's been with the team. So I got to go Wilson here, number seven. Number six on my list is the first uh, MVP to check in mm. on my top ten, and he is a division rival to your Pittsburgh Steelers. At number six, I have Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson has all the tools to be the best quarterback in football, to be the best player in football. In fact, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in last year's NFL Top 100, he was the number one voted player he was in all one. of football. I don't after know where he ranked. He was top he's still, ten? No, he wasn't top ten. He fell out of the top I think ten he's this like 14, year. He's like somewhere around 14 or, or 13, but... Yeah, he fell off this year, which is weird because although his numbers took a hit, I guess somewhat, and he didn't win an MVP this year, he got further than he ever has as a player winning his first playoff game. I love Lamar Jackson. Uh, if you listen to an earlier episode we did last week, I had a little rant about people who always bang the table and say, oh, this is the year we figure out Lamar. Finally, we figure out how to play against one of the most dynamic players in the league's history. It ain't going to happen until the wheels fall off of him athletically due to age. And that's not going to happen for another five or six years, as long as health permits. And 
fastest player on the field every time he steps on the field. Most unique quarterback I think we've ever seen. I know Vic was kind of cut from that same cloth, but I think he does things that Vic do do a little bit better, except for maybe that passing game. But that's something I think he can improve on, something I expect him to improve on. So I got Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, sitting at number six, right outside the top five. That's fair. I honestly, I'm looking at the top 100. I can't seem to find him. He's like escaping me somehow. He's in the top uh, between 20 and, and 10. I remember seeing him there. I don't know where he is. I he's Tom. He's 29. That's pretty low for Lamar. That's that's way lower. I would have expected him to be no lower than 15. And that's wrong in your mind, being 29, right? Yeah, I that's mean, way too low. Yeah. No, he should be at least top 20, if not top 15, if not top 10. Uh, my guy at number six, someone you already mentioned, Dak Prescott. Very nice. Uh, I think I've, I'm putting him higher than Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, and Matt Stafford because I'm expecting him to come back fully healthy. I think if Dak is fully healthy, he's a top five quarterback. Mm. Uh, it's just he needs to do that. And so that's why I'm keeping him out of my top five. I love all the things he does. Just as you laid out when you mentioned him earlier, it's just how much is his injury really going to hold him back from having a season of which he dominated the NFL back in 2019 when he was probably maybe top two, top three, obviously right behind Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Breaking into my top five at number five is who I think is going to win the NFL MVP this season. And Steelers fans, that's probably not good news because you got to see him week one where he can probably get out to a nice start to that MVP race. I got Josh Allen as the number five quarterback in the NFL. I think him and Patrick Mahomes, we, we talked about how Herbert and Mahomes, that rivalry in the division is going to be great. I think Allen and Mahomes has just as much of a chance to develop a really nice rivalry, meeting in the playoffs multiple times for the next decade. I think that's the dream for any NFL fan. Josh Allen I mean, I've never really seen such a glow up between his rookie season to his second season to his third season. I mean, the improvement from rookie to sophomore and then from sophomore to the third season He's was just insane. The jump from sophomore year to the last year was nuts. Last year, like I said, puts him into the top five in my mind as far as a quarterback in the league is concerned. He's the highest paid quarterback as far as guaranteed money is concerned in NFL history. Well-deserved contract, weapons all over the place. Maybe the best receiver in football. You can make the argument for that for Steph Diggs, and he's got really good receivers around him. Gabriel Davis is good. Emmanuel Sanders was a big signing. Cole Beasley, say what you will about him. Off the field, in the slot, he's a, a really good weapon, especially when he's your fourth option with the guys that I just named. Buffalo is going to be a machine this year, and I think Josh Allen is going to be a top-five quarterback for a long, long time in this league. And he's taken that reign early. And again, I think that this is my favorite to win MVP. So if you want to put a little futures bet down, I'm sure his odds aren't the favorite to win. So I think Josh Allen, number five mm. on my list. Number five, I got the guy who just won his seventh Super Bowl title. I got Tom Brady, wow. number five. I mean, this guy just won't go away. And it's the most annoying thing I've had to deal with. It related to sports in my life. At I, least he's out of the conference now, though. At least he's out, but it's still annoying to see him back there. And he still won and the Super Bowl. And he yeah. still won the Super Bowl against Pat Mahomes, who is further up my list. But I can't not give credit to Tom Brady. I, I hate to do it. I really do. But I expect Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to probably be the NFC representative in the in the in the Super Bowl this year again. And that has 
every reason to do with Tom Brady. I heard Chris Sims say something about Tom Brady where he's just not a top five quarterback anymore. No matter how you slice it, there's so many people with the ability that, that are better. And I agree with him. Ability-wise, it's not. It takes a lot more than just ability to play this position. And if you just go with, you know, field general, you know, mind of a quarterback, coach on the field, he's number one, and it's not even close. He's far and away there's the best n- at that. Not even – at the moment in 2021, probably the best ever, ever at that. Yeah. And I mean, the guy just wins. He, he's never game he's, manager has gotten a negative connotation, but he's the goat. I mean, he's the goat quarterback and goat player ever, but he's also the goat game manager ever. I mean, no one manages a game like Tom Brady does. Like he go when Kansas City, when they went to Kansas City and won to go on and beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. Managed the hell out of that game. He kept Mahomes on the sidelines for that entire first half. And even though Mahomes had that frantic comeback, to force overtime, what did Brady do when he won the coin toss? Oh, he's going under center. We're running the ball five yards, six yards. We're just burning this clock until we get to the end zone and end it. He's the best game manager of all time, along with everything else he does. He's he's the greatest quarterback of all time, right. and it's he's not going to fade away into the sunlight, which is slowly or or kind of sadly, like you saw Drew Brees do or Peyton Clearly Manning not. do or Phillip Rivers do. No, this guy is not going away. I mean, like Ben Roethlisberger said, he's not out there eating avocado ice cream like Tom is. Tom is built to last, and it's unfortunate for the rest of the NFL. It's great for Tampa, but it sucks for every NFL, every other NFL team, including the Steelers. And so if you're the greatest of all time, and people were t- trying to say that Drew Brees is the best passer, Peyton's the best methodical quarterback no i mean you just gotta say tom is the best in basically every category and nothing he's done since arriving to tampa has shown that he's gonna take a step back this year he's got every single weapon he could possibly ask for that he's already played a season with already he everyone's returning there's no reason to believe he's gonna take a step backwards so i got tom at five it sucks but I, i i can't leave him out of my top five Number four for me is someone you mentioned way back three picks ago. I got Russell Wilson, the quarterback out of Seattle, as my number four quarterback in the league. I think at a point last year, he was the front runner for MVP at the beginning of the season. Things kind of fell off for him, and things kind of fell off for Seattle. They ended up finishing 12-4, and but they were not a very threatening team once you got into the playoffs. In fact, they ended up losing to a one-armed man in Jared Goff in the first round of the playoffs at their home stadium. So a lot to be desired from Seattle. Some offseason turbulence with Russell Wilson as well, but that's been smoothed over, it seems. Hopefully there's more of a commitment to running the football because I think that's definitely what Russell Wilson wants is a stronger running game to help take some of the pressure off of him. But you don't even need to take much pressure off of him because he's just so great at what he does. And and a top, top five quarterback in my mind, number four in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, that's perfectly fine. I had him a little bit lower. For num- number four for me, I went with your favorite to win the MVP this year. Josh I went Allen. with Josh Allen. I think he's so great. I mean, good for Buffalo to finally get a quarterback after suffering the longest playoff drought in NFL history, I believe, is what they were going through until he arrived. And not only did he arrive this past year, he got them all the way to the AFC Championship game. I mean, that's... What more could you ask for out of your quarterback other than making it to the Super Bowl and winning it when he's that young, right? It's it's hard to get there at any age, but when you're young, you really don't know what you're going up against, especially when you're going up against a behemoth in Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, who just did it the season before, and you kept things kind of competitive. I think Kansas City was in control for the majority of the game, but Josh Allen, I think, is here to stay, and 
it wouldn't shock me at all if he won the Super Bowl it, or or if he won MVP rather. It's winning the Super Bowl, I think, is going to be a bigger test for him. But it wouldn't. I think it would be shocking if it, if it if it weren't for the play of another ageless wonder in Aaron Rodgers last year. If Aaron Rodgers had just a, another typical Aaron Rodgers season, not even an elite Aaron Rodgers season like he had, I think Josh Allen would have won the MVP. So I put Josh Allen as my number four guy, only because every other guy ahead of him has won the MVP on my list. Well, he hasn't. But I put him at number four. Well, now we get into that top three, and my number three is the guy you had at number five to start your top five. Mm-hmm. I still got Tom Brady as the number three quarterback in I the pr- NFL. I probably could have put him at number three. I mean, what can I say? What he lacks, like I like we had talked about, we don't need to spend much time on this, but what he lacks in his physical ability as he ages, he makes four in his fo- up for in his football IQ. And oh, by the way, the Buccaneers offense, they got a couple weapons lying around that he can use. Makes life a little bit easier. He can age a little bit gracefully when you've got A.B., Evans, Godwin, Gronk. I mean, it's all over the place with the weapons on that team. So I got Brady still at number three on my list. I think number three on your list, if I could guess, is going to be the Steelers division rival. It is. It is Lamar Jackson at number three, who you had a little bit lower. Yeah, six. I don't know. I don't know about that, but. I put him at number three because he won the MVP season two years ago. This guy, without him, Baltimore is just any other NFL team. And not only are they any other NFL team, we're not talking about them as the greatest rushing offense maybe in NFL history. They, They can run the ball so effectively because of Lamar Jackson. I don't know what what the players in the NFL, because it's a player's list, it's a player's made list, what those guys were thinking put him in at number 29. There's not 28 guys better than Lamar Jackson in the NFL right now. That guy's probably top 10. If you want to say top 12, top 13, I could listen to you, but I still think he's a top 10 guy And if you include all positions. But for me, he's number three. I don't know why people think there are that many players at the position or around the NFL better than him. You don't expect the Baltimore Ravens to go anywhere. We're talking about the Cleveland Browns to win the division. You and I have both projected that. It wouldn't shock me if the Ravens win it just because I trust Lamar Jackson a hell of a lot more than I trust Baker Mayfield. I think we can bring it home together because I think number two and number one are going to be the exact same. same. Number two is Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP. What can you say about him? Obviously a ton of turbulence heading into the season with the Packers. He hasn't played a single preseason game, but he's been there since camp started. He showed up on day one of camp despite all of the rumors that he may not. Holdout never happened. Rodgers is there on a reworked contract. This was probably one of his last seasons in Green Bay unless they end up winning Uh, Going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, maybe he decides to return. Unlikely, though, so he'll probably hit the market next year. But, I I mean, he's still, as far as the ability is concerned, I I don't see any fade as far as the age catching up to him. Still one of the most gifted passers we've ever seen. The accuracy is maybe the best of all time in the NFL. And, I mean, he's still number two in the NFL at at age, what, 37, 38 years old? That's, That's incredibly impressive for Green Bay's quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, I had him him at number two as well. The guy just the way we felt about Tom Brady, I'm sure the NFC feels about Aaron Rodgers is just now is unfortunate. The Bears for sure. They have to play with both of them, right? They have to play with both of them in the same conference, which makes for great football because now we're gonna see in back to back years Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. But the guy just won't go away. I mean, Tom Brady, as good as he's been, yes, he's won seven Super Bowls. You can't 
say anything that was close to that, but Aaron Rodgers just won his third MVP at how old? Age 38? Yeah. Age going on age 39? No one's done that. I mean, even Peyton Manning, when he was in his late stages with the Broncos and he won the MVP, he wasn't anywhere near as old as Aaron Rodgers was. And I think Aaron Rodgers, even though he didn't have the numbers that Peyton Manning did, he just made it look so much better and easier. Aaron Rodgers may be the... I mean, he's incredible. I mean, we were talking about goats here with Tom Brady, but Aaron Rodgers is just, is just as good at his age as Tom Brady is at his. And number one is obviously mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, number 15 for the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe the best quarterback we've ever seen in our lifetime as far as just physical gifts. Been to two Super Bowls already. We don't won- even need to talk about it. We just it, It's just known he's the best. Two Super Bowls already. Won one. Won an MVP already. Is the favorite to go back to the Super Bowl this year out of his conference. Will probably be the favorite to go to the Super Bowl every year he's healthy while he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. He is the cream of the crop when it comes to not just quarterbacks in the NFL, but as we found out from the NFL Top 100 list, the players think he is the number one overall player in all of football. That's it. That's the list. Our top tens for 2021. And one quick thing. If you could pick one guy to jump in, mm-hmm. who would you pick? If I had to pick, well, I'm not going to. So I left Mine Deshaun. would be Kyler Murray because I didn't have Kyler Murray. Oh, I don't mine. even think about that. I'd I didn't have put Deshaun Watson on my list. I don't think I want to. I don't know if I'm. It's Maybe Ben, if he has a good year. Mm, I don't think so. Old. I don't think I could see anyone. The younger guys, though, Justin Fields has looked really good. I think I think the real the real guy who has a shot here is Jameis Winston. Really? Yeah, I think you're not going to say Baker Mayfield. Come on, he definitely has a better shot than Jameis Winston. End the show now. That's going to do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. We're talking winners and losers of Steelers preseason when we return on our next episode. So make sure you tune into that. For Jacob Recht, I am Tom Offerman. Thanks as always for listening to Steelers Standard and to Steelers Nation Radio.